Hey, what's up, y'all? We're here with another episode of Small Talk. You already know two queens, but tonight we have the pleasure of having four queens, four perspectives, one topic. Asia, go ahead and introduce our queens and introduce our topic on tonight. Okay, so tonight we have the Queen Collective. Y'all already know we love to honor queens on our pods. We're so happy to see y'all. Yes, squad gang gang. <laughs> um, so, well, first y'all can introduce yourselves. Let's start there. Yes. Okay. You want to introduce yourself first? Um, yeah, I'm Bree, <laughs> half of the Queen Collective. And I'm JJ, the other half, you know what I'm saying? Yes, and we are so, so excited to have y'all on our pod tonight. And we're just going to have some girl chat. So we're going to talk a little bit about this, a little bit about that. Um, so we're just going to jump right into it. Um, so let's begin. Um, so how did y'all start? How did the Queen Collective start? What's the story? What's the you want to tell them? Yeah, you, we'll, we'll tell them. Let me start off, though. Let me start off. Let me start off. Okay, okay. So, okay. me and Brie, actually, we're, we've been friends since, I think it's been, like, junior year of high school. So, what's that, like, 2014, yeah. 2013, something like that. And um, we've always just talked about everything under the sun. We've always had great chemistry, great, you know, charisma with each other. And one day, I think it was like probably the end of 2020, we were just having a conversation. We were like, you know, we talk about a lot of interesting stuff. Like, let's have other people listen to us. People will really listen to us. Right. And then it came about. It came about. But Bree really was the one who kind of pushed it. She was like, I'm being serious, JJ. You can't be faulty. And I'm okay. <laughs> I can't be faulty. I can't be faulty. So. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that's how that's how I am. Uh Brit's usually the one that's like, all right, Asia, come on. Let's yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some planners. There's some planners, and she's definitely like the planner, the the human itinerary, our marketing person. She's she's that person. So <laughs> she keeps us on track. Good. You gotta have that balance. It's a healthy balance. Both of y'all can bring something to the table, especially when you're doing something like this. Dope. Yeah. It truly is. So we want to talk a little bit about the reason why we asked y'all to uh, see how you guys got started is um, we don't talk enough about healthy female friendships, right? There's there's so so many things that can go into that because I feel like women. Well, let me talk about myself. Let me stop talking for other women. Brittany didn't get along with many girls in high school and college. It was always, I had a lot of dudes um, that I hung out with because I got along with them better. And I just feel like women always size you up. They're always comparing themselves to you. They're always trying to outshine you. They're low key, they can be jealous in a, in a sense. When you, certain women, not all women. And I found this to be the narrative for most female friendships. So my question to y'all, considering that you guys met, y'all talked, y'all chopped it up, y'all thought it was well enough to start this pod together um, and, and hold healthy space uh, to have these conversations, where do you, what, where do you think, um, or what is, how can, I, how can I say this? Like, what is a healthy female friendship to y'all? Like, what does that consist of? A healthy female friendship. I would say definitely having that 
open channel of communication and not just like a we talk every day I can call you whenever type shit no like you can take criticism you can take you know hey I felt like you did me wrong and we just gonna go from there um I feel like that's really important in any type of friendship because life just evolves you evolve in life you go through different stages you know you start going through shit you start growing and a friendship has to grow along with that so i would say that's like one of the most important things that should be in a, a healthy friendship right yeah i definitely i definitely agree i feel like also like having like she said kind of piggybacking off of her having someone keep you accountable because a lot of times you be in friendships that are like one-sided it seems like it's more of a you're in a friendship with you and yourself and you're just doing a whole bunch of stuff for another person there's nobody to keep you accountable and when you have that you find yourself like for example we talked a lot about like having friends will help you get a like toxic relationship or like letting you know like hey maybe this is not a good relationship for you to be in this is what i'm seeing your personality is changing and being able to respond in a way where it's like i don't feel like she's attacking me this is my sister she loved me so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's super important, too, especially, like, I think there is a difference, right, between just having, like, your homegirl, like, your homie that maybe you could, like, have fun with and, like, do stuff with, but then what's that transition, though, between, like, your homegirl or somebody that you grew up, grew up with and then somebody that you consider your sister? Right. Feel like, there's a lot of people now that's, like, everybody's their sister or everybody's their best friend. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that best friend time gets used real loosely lately. I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> it gets used real loosely. Yeah, and I th- I think there should be a certain level of like of being able to have whatever your checklist is, right? Because I, I think not all female friendships will be positive ones, right? They sometimes mm-hmm. will have their different boundaries and stuff like that. But I think I think from what you both are saying, right, there there comes a point of like accountability. We mm-hmm. can have fun together. You could tell me, you know, homeboy might not be the one for me. Will I be mm-hmm. mad about it? Probably so, right? <laughs> will I know you a couple times? Probably so, right? But just knowing that there's somebody that's really gonna have your back for real. Um, you know, and that's that's something that I hear to both of y'all saying, I'm like, yes, yes, queen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I think Look. it's important to to point out um, acquaintances and friends because we got so many acquaintances, right? Everybody that's smiling in your face is not your friend. And I had to learn that the, the hard way. But then it's also important to remember that like, I feel like people are in your life for a season. Mm-hmm. Um, they can teach you something and that's it. They serve their purpose and they're gone. Um, but you consider them once as a friend. So it's it's kind of, you have to be able to distinguish those things. Um, and to your point, Bree, when you were talking about accountability, or, or JJ, I don't know if you said it, um, that's key. Accountability is key. Because if I can't, if you can't hold yourself accountable and I can't point something out to make you feel like, hey, you need to be accountable for your actions, what, what are we doing? Exactly. And it's like, because I had, I had a friendship where I definitely, everybody knows about this friendship. <laughs> I definitely, it was more of a, it was more so like every time they would call, it would always start off with, this is what happened to me today. And there's no problem with that. Y'all establish a a friendship where you're more so like the therapist in the friendship and you're 
willing to take that on and you have the mental capacity for it, that's fine. But that was not established with us. And it was never a, do you have a mental capacity for this? One thing that I love that me and Brie does, if we're going through something, even if it's affecting us badly, we'll ask each other, do you have the mental capacity to hear what I'm going through right now? Because you don't know everybody going through. And you right. should expect for your friend to strip down. After a long day, you don't know what they're going through. You shouldn't expect them to put all of their feelings and compartmentalize it just for them to take on more of your, more of your negative energy, more of your emotions on. That's not fair. Oh, that's good. That's good. Because I think we unconsciously do that. I, I, you have to, I haven't, I'm gonna be honest and, and hold myself accountable and say that hearing you say that seriously with my girls, I always check in, right? Asia and I check in on each other all the time. But when I'm going through something and I need to tell you something right away, it's never, hey, can you hear me out though? Like it's, it's can you talk? But I mean, can you talk? Like, are you busy? Not do you have the mental space to hear what I have? So that's good. Snaps on that. That was a gym drop for y'all. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to use that. was Brie. She's, she's, she's a therapist, y'all. She's a therapist for real. Is Brie a therapist for real? No, I'm a sexologist, so. It's a therapist. Sexologist? Wait, 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 can we speak to that a little bit? Let's get into well, that. Yeah. Let's get yeah. into that. Run yourself. Run it up. Run it up. So, um, you know, within therapy and mental health, we always like to focus more so on mental, physical health, things like that, uh, which they are important, but we kind of leave out the sexual health aspect a lot. And sexuality is like everywhere within our lives. So I learned that pretty early on um, and decided to create a career within it. And it's been it's been a really great journey. It really has. So y'all need to check it out, Sexology with Bree, if you have it. <laughs> okay. And what is that like? So can you explain a little bit like what that entails? Like what you actually, like do you walk people through their sex life? Like what, what does that entail? <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty much um, a broad list. So I, my overall goal is to take the shame out of sexuality. So um, within that journey, that's, you know, educating folks, um, bringing awareness, bringing support, um, people that are going through any, you know, traumas or conflicts or, you know, sexual or relationship issues, um, helping them within that in a more, you know, counseling or therapy aspect. And then also people that are just wanting to gain confidence within themselves and you know giving them the tools and resources because not a lot of people talk about sex in a very open and healthy way so um giving them the opportunity to be able to figure that out on them on their own you know give them you know list of toys they could use um you know different porn and things like that so it, it's, it's 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 a lot it's a lot <laughs> interesting to her though because like she definitely like also with her she has an up-and-coming sexology instagram page as well and she she puts out a lot of like cool things like factor myth and like it really like i feel like especially in the black community we we kind of it's like taboo for us to even talk about mm -hmm. something like that or to even embrace that so like with my journey with her like she's been helping me a lot with a lot of things that i have been that i felt like that I was shameful about. And so like, it kind of took away me feeling insecure about my own body. So 
I mean, y'all should check it out. <laughs> check it out. That's a big. You heard it here. You heard it here first. And I just, that's a, and I really just just want to say, um, Bree, shout out to you. Super dope, amazing. Thank Love you. That. But I really want to honor JJ in this moment because, like, we're sitting here, we're talking about, uh, you know, like friendships and 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 sisterhood and that type of thing. And y'all could just hear, like, <laughs> JJ's like, no, 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 my sister's going to speak because this is the site, you know, and, and this is really what this, this whole episode is all about, though, you know what I mean? It's really, because it's not just holding somebody accountable, it's not just, um, you know, being able to come to somebody else with their problems, right, or anything like that, and all that is great in the context of a friendship, but really, when you, when you have a sisterhood with somebody, you are their cheerleader. You champion them on, you know what I'm saying? You support their business. So even hearing how for JJ, it's like, yeah, and she's been helping me too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, she has her expertise, okay? And now, you know, I'm bringing that. So just even hearing that, I'm like, and, and this is what we're talking about here. Queens mm-hmm. uplifting queens. What are we here? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So, okay, wait. So we didn't talk about a fun fact with Bree. So JJ, random fun fact. It could be anything. But what what is what is your fun fact? Hit us with something. A fun fact. Yes. Hold on, let me think about it. Let me think about it. Um, I think a fun fact about me, I love to talk to people. Like I'm a talker. I don't know, like it's like I can be, I feel like I can be in a crowd filled with strangers, and by the end of the night they're going to be like family to me. I don't know what it is. I love human interaction. I have such a pull towards other humans. I have such a pull towards building relationships like that. I feel like for me, that's like my niche. I love building relationships with people from different backgrounds, from different socioeconomic statuses, everything, different cultures, all of it. I love being around people. It can, it can get a little draining sometimes, but I love being, I love people. I love everybody. So and they love her. They do. <laughs> Everywhere we go, we sh- she be making friends, and we be That's like. <laughs> 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 and and we'll literally be exactly. We'll literally be like. I'll give an example. Like so, in Dallas, there's this place called the Bellum where a lot of people go towards. Um, it's, it's getting a little mid now, though. Not everybody's going to Deep Ellum anymore. But back when it was popping, we could be on a strip with Deep Ellum, on a strip in Deep Ellum, talking to people. And now we just told everybody about our podcast. Now we have listeners. Now we have everybody. Let's go. Yeah. Okay, we're on the show. Okay. <laughs> you got to get in the community. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's what's up. And what I'm hearing, and the reason why I was asking about your fun fact, too, is because, um, I just really want to kind of step into like just just being like an independent woman, right? Like I think mm-hmm. it's, you, know, you have your girls, you have your sisters, your fellow queens, and all that stuff. But really being able to step into a realm of being able to hold your hand to you at the same time, right? Being able to yeah. do whatever it is that you're good at, um, building um, just different things and being able to experience different parts of your journey with right. people, but also by yourself, right? Um, so, question for y'all. Would y'all or have y'all ever done like solo travel? Just like gone somewhere on your own? Oh. I had a staycation on my own. Like I booked a hotel room for like a weekend and just took that time to just spend time with myself. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Anybody else? I don't think, yeah, I've never had solo travel. I mean, 
Because when you say travel, yeah, I don't think I've ever had a solo travel. I know I need to do it, though, because I was just reading something that said, like, that's, like, the best experience to travel somewhere by yourself. It's a little scary, but it's the best experience. And I really want to do that, but I don't think I've ever had, like, actual, where I go somewhere, enjoy the outdoors or enjoy where I'm at, and then that's it. I'm just like, nah, I've never done that. Brittany, you done it? No, absolutely not. You already know I don't, I don't know. Uh -uh. <laughs> I think that was gonna be her reaction. That's, that's no, I don't. So, so I like to socialize with individuals, but I realize that I also don't like to be alone. So, like, I'm not the person that goes to the movies by themselves. I'm not the person that goes and sits down at the restaurant by themselves. I'm not. I actually have a problem with that. In high school, I really dealt with this honestly. Um, during lunchtime. I don't like for people to watch me eat either. That was random. <laughs> so I would get my lunch. And if my friends, because we had like block schedule where y'all know you have different like lunches. So if my friends were not coming to lunch that day for whatever reason, um, and I had to wait for them, or if I got out of class sooner, I would get my food and like stand off to the side because I don't like people watching me eat and eat it. But then I would also surround myself in a crowd of folks that either I knew them or not and just start talking because I cannot sit at a table by myself and wait for them alone because I feel like everybody's watching me. And that might be a little strange, but yeah. So for me, traveling alone, I feel like people will automatically know like, <laughs> This is by herself. She don't know what to do. It's a no for me. It's a no. But I hear I it's a Yeah, I feel like you definitely probably have to take safety precautions. It's funny that you say that because, like, um, I used to not be able to do anything by myself. And then me and Brie had, like, a serious conversation. And she was like, you know, I know, like, you're a social butterfly and everything. Because it was getting to the point where, like, you can be, like, a social butterfly, but, like, again, like I said, you can take out so many energies, it really is very draining. Yeah. And she asked, we had sat down and talked, and she was like, you know, um, maybe you really do need to take, like, some days where you're just doing self-care. And, because I've never tried to eat at a restaurant by myself. I've never went to the movies or anything. But then I started doing it, and I realized, I'm actually fun by myself. I'm actually a funny gal. I make my own self laugh, so... It, 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 helped me, it, it helped me not feel like I had to be around people because that's another thing I feel like at one point I feel like I had to surround myself with people and then when everybody left it would just be me and my thoughts and you know how that can go you yeah know? and that also opens you up to surrounding yourself with the wrong people just to have people near yeah, so yeah. it is important to be able to be comfortable of being by yourself not not lonely the difference right. between being alone and being lonely but you know being being on your own and giving yourself that time to get to know yourself and who you truly are mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. and I, I definitely think um you know like for me so i i was the person that like i always thought i was an extrovert right and i can be a social butterfly but i'm mm -hmm. really an introvert so i realized that i needed to recharge with myself but because i am the type of person that like when my homegirls need something or family needs something, they usually will come to me, right? So I was picking up all these different energies and like, I realized like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to be by myself, number one. Number two, I started to think about some of my friendships in the context of, oh my gosh, all they do is take, take, take. 
but they're mm-hmm. not giving anything. And then I had to question that almost, right? Because it's like, is that true? Or am I just not allowing myself to also to also take from them, if that makes sense? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I can't be mad if my friends are constantly coming to me, you know, it's being like, Asia, can you help me with this? And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. But the moment I need help, I'm not asking anybody else for, for anything, right? That so part. I'm, that part. I'm like, that's oh real. That's it's low-key me. It's low-key me. So then I started to say, okay, I need to maybe, maybe I need to figure out what that means because I started to get to the place, Brie, where I was feeling more so lonely than just being alone, right? And I'm like, what do I do when no one's coming to me for help or advice or right. need support if I've built that identity in that? So then that's when I actually started taking solo trips, right? And um, started going to, I've been to a concert by myself. It was an outdoor one though. Um, yeah, I've been to restaurants by myself. I'm planning my second trip solo somewhere soon. Okay. All of that because I'm like, all right, I know I could be a good friend. But can I be good to myself for real? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. And being able and being able to do that. So I think when it comes down to like just being having that balance, right? Of like being a good friend, having healthy friendships, but also being that independent woman. Um, and, and what and what does that mean, right? Mm-hmm. For, for all yeah. of us. Because it could mean something mm-hmm. for everybody. Yeah. That's good. That's good because you you kind of think of um in listening to you all talk, I always thought I was an independent person. Like my dad was like, you're not home, I'm gonna teach you so you don't have to want for nothing and blah, 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 blah. But as I'm talking to you, I'm like the fact that I I need to be around people, that's a dependency, right? So I, that part of me is not the independent woman. Um, and something to, something to think about and something to, to I'm, that's my takeaway from this is to work on self in terms of being independent because I'm going to swing it this way to the Queen Collective. When we talk about the independent woman in the urban world um, to our Black folks, it means I can pay my bills. I don't need a man for nothing. Self-confidence. I'm independent. Whatever. How do y'all feel that affects relationships? With the, with the opposite sex. Or, or if, whatever, whichever way you swing. <laughs> You want so you're saying <laughs> from like specifically within the black community whenever we have this discussion or whatever. Right. Okay. I feel like that that goes into the whole trope of black women being bitter, kind of. Because mm-hmm. it's like a black independent woman is a bitter woman. Right. Or, you know, she she doesn't want a real man, or she doesn't want help, or she doesn't want to be taken care of when independent women we do want to be taken care of but we're wanting to be taken care of by the right person right and people skip that people be skipping that they do it'd be the same guys that be like they talk bad about us trying to be independent and when they get with us they still want us to work and be independent just be independent together with them so i don't know that's very interesting. I, I feel like also though, a lot of people also take it as like us being aggressive. And I don't really understand that because I'm like, well, wouldn't, wouldn't it be a perfect idea to know that somebody that you're with can take care of themselves? Let's say if you were to pass off, 
if you were to die, mm -hmm. wouldn't it be good to know that this person has the basic life skills, know that they have uh, marketable skills to handle finances if you end up going to the hospital? Like, wouldn't that, wouldn't that be ideal? Or just knowing that this person can think freely. They can think for themselves. Right. Because when you get in those situations where, you know, shit hit the fan, we, we all can't be looking left. <laughs> we all can't be wondering you know yeah. what I mean? So it it is important, but you know, I feel like it just easily gets misconstrued with everything else that be going on. A lot of people want you to be independent when it's convenient for them. Mm -hmm. so, that's it. That's it right there. And I'm happy that you said that it's it's also thinking for yourself because a lot of people think that it's monetary. Like, oh, I got money in the bank. I'm independent. I can carry my own because I can support myself. Like. How do you support your mental stability? How do you support yourself? Uh, anything other than financially, like that's 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 being independent. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so it's it's a sticky situation because the black community, man, we listen this the struggle and trauma and generational crap that is passed on. Um, we feel like we have to fit the mold for certain things, and I feel like the independent woman, as you all said fits a description of the angry black woman um, and I can do bad all by myself. And I don't know, it, it makes me think of Neo that, is the name of the song independent? I love her because she got- Independent. Oh, yeah, but yeah, it's just, it's like, what does that really mean to y'all? You know, and you said it, when you get with a man and he's looking at you like, okay, I'm, I still want you to do this, this and that but can you cater to me too and it's kind of like skirt like i don't want to like pop the brakes you know what i'm saying i don't know yeah that even go ahead you saying that made me think about um a couple things right so it'd be killing me right how it's like they, i'm saying they because you know what i'm saying do you all of this stuff but like they want you to be a certain way right so it's like okay they want you to cater to them or or they actually are attracted to you, right? Mm -hmm. Because you are independent, because you have things going for yourself. And then it's like, they want you to then almost like be at a standstill once they finally get you. It's like, it's like, hey, I'm so glad because you got something going for yourself. Now I can tell my boys, I can tell my people, I'm with so-and-so, yes, yeah, she got this, she got that. But then when they get you, they try to put you in a box. That's the part I don't understand. It's like, I'm leveling up, but you're, hmm, this is interesting. But then they want you to help them grow to be where they need to be and then just expect you to just like stay stagnant that's the part i'm i'm really confused about so if y'all could enlighten me maybe these guys want moms they want moms they just oh, want the end of the day they want they're looking for mothers they're looking for mothers because <laughs> a real a real like successful man that got his shit together is not going to be intimidated by an independent successful woman they're that that's his equal so everything else i'm just like you're batting way too high um date within your league and you and let's just leave it at that <laughs> if she's not in your league like don't think when you get her you're gonna keep her by doing the same stagnant and complacent things you're doing and you want her to lower her don't do that don't do at that at the same time a lot of people be falling in love with potential and that's a whole nother journey within itself is mm -hmm. having to really just take people for who they actually are. Mm -hmm. 
I, I, I. And not what you believe or, or see that they can be. You need to take it as they are, their actions, what they're doing in that moment, and act and move accordingly. Right. That's the one. I feel seen. I feel seen. <laughs> <laughs> I feel very seen. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the one right there. But, okay, but what happens, right, when homeboy, homegirl, home, whoever, right, they get mm -hmm. and you've allowed that because I do feel like we all have like right our boundaries and all these things but then there comes along somebody and we're like but their potential is just so good okay i'm gonna just bend my rules i'm gonna just bend my certain boundaries for this one person i feel like that we have exceptions to the rule and i feel like <laughs> i feel like people know that so they try to become that exception right because they know if they can become the exception then they get they get in the door okay but what happens when all that happens right we let them in <laughs> And time has passed. We've been leveling up, right? Or trying to, and they're still where they are. We now see their potential. They're just never going to reach that. How how do we let go at that point? If your feelings are already involved, if you how how do you how do how do you let go? Look, I'm I'm gonna speak from a personal experience. Um, cause I had a similar situation where, um. I did have time and history with this person and then we reached a point to where you know where we were at no longer was we know we no longer had side of like the values we originally set for that relationship so then I had to have a, a real grown-up conversation like yo Brie what the fuck is going on because <laughs> at that point it's like it's affecting you like your mentality is affecting other areas in your life you start building resentment because then you start looking at them like so stupid ass <laughs> well, i'm still with your stupid ass sometimes <laughs> then you be talking to yourself like because you you stupid bitch <laughs> and it's, just, it's a lot of back and forth but <laughs> eventually i was kind of like you know like you said earlier I'm stunting my growth. Mm -hmm. I'm no longer growing. I reached a point to where, you know, I tried to pull this person up along with me and now I'm stagnant. Now they're starting to weigh me down. So it's like, you gotta cut, or I cut that loose and, and hearts were broken. Mm -hmm. And now I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and thriving, and thriving, and thriving. So it was, it was a good decision overall. <laughs> I often think, just listening to you, I often think that it's good to also experience these things, right? Because if we don't, I'm thankful for my lessons learned. Because, baby, mm -hmm. let me tell you the lessons I learned. Oh, you'll never catch me off guard again. No, you won't. Because I'm already prepared. I've already been through that situation. I already know what's going to happen you know, or what could potentially happen. So I feel like our situations, um, when we learn about how toxic they can be to us and trying to take people on our journey with us that are not supposed to be there, that cannot serve us, that cannot, uh, we can't benefit from a situationship, a relationship, a partnership, whatever it is anymore. Um, we just gotta take what we take from that plant our seeds somewhere else, water it with our tears, and watch our next level grow. You know, that's mm -hmm. that's what we do moving forward. I didn't want to cut you off, JJ. I know you were about to share. 
a little something to, to the question Asia asked. Oh, no, no, you're good. You're good. I actually like that term you uh, said, uh, watering with your tears, because that's definitely what I had to do. I was in a, I think it was almost five-year relationship. We were going to get, like, married and all this stuff, and COVID had happened, and our values started not matching at all, <laughs> and I could tell that this person was going down a path that they didn't want me to be a part of, like, it turned into, instead of me being able to help them, they just closed off. And to be honest, y'all, I had to learn my lesson the hard way and I was the one that got broken up with. And honestly, if that would have never happened, I probably would have still been in that situation. I don't know if I would have actually learned. So during that breakup period, I really just had to sit down and be like, you know, I had to ask myself, like, what are my values now? Because were these just the values I had with this person? Or were these values that I had before them? And I figured out, you know, the time that I was with this person, I wasn't even truly myself for real. So after that, you know, I watered it with my tears and I realized, you know, I can't accept, I can't accept for people to sit here and say what they're gonna be if they're not putting any action towards it. So, yeah. Do some actions with that. And I think, you know, <laughs> that is true, right? Because I do, I do think there is a moment where, you know, um, where there is potential. I think we always see the potential in people. And sometimes they, they, they reach that potential, they exceed that potential, right? And sometimes they don't. Um, yeah. and I, think, I think one of the things um, that I've learned is when people show you, and you know, I'm sure y'all have heard this plenty of times, but when people show you who they really are, you have to believe them. Because I think sometimes we we fight, and this goes across the board, I think we sometimes fight with what we want for them, who we yeah. want them to be, and who they have capacity to be. Because sometimes like, they just don't have the capacity to be the person that we want them to be, or think they could be, and all that stuff. So if they're not willing to do the work, if they're not willing to level up, you know what I'm saying, then, then that's when we just gotta, we gotta peace out. We have to, to protect our peace at the end of the day, you know, so that we can you know, be, be that independent woman right in those regards so that we can be very present with our friendships as well because i think sometimes we let um relationships sidetrack us from from being the the best queens and sisters that we can be to our friends um but i think i think overall i think you know many lessons can be learned through just friendships many lessons can be learned through being independent women through ourselves um and those and those heartbreaks, right? Those heartbreaks and, and those different types of romantic relationships um, and different things like that. But and this this is gonna be my last question, but I don't know if you have another one. But all right, so looking back on just like all those topics, right? So whether it is romantic relationships, whether it is just being a woman, right? Whether it is um, being a sister friend, right? And all those things. What is something? anything that you feel is like a gem that you would just share with the folks that are listening um you know listening to our pod that you would just share with with other people that you interact with like what's something that you that you feel like yeah you you need to know that like you need to know that one for real um i would say definitely give yourself that time and space to really get to know who you are, like kind of like everything that we talked about earlier. In order to find out who that independent woman is, you have to become independent. 
you have to be, you know, to yourself. You have to learn yourself. Um, you know, we all have different types of personalities and 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 social cues and things like that. So like Britt said earlier, she doesn't really like going out alone, but that doesn't mean that's stunting her growth as a woman, right? Um, you, you just make that work how you need to make it work. But definitely finding the importance in doing that is important for women, anyone, um, not even just women, but right now, since we are having a girl chat, I would like to say it is really important for women because we really can lose ourselves. We can lose ourselves in our daily lives, our work, our relationships, our friendships. Um, but at the end of the day, you always gonna have you. That's right. Um, I would say don't be too hard on yourself. That's something I definitely had to learn um, in these past couple of years. I'm like the type of person, like, I I get really analytical and I start thinking about every little mistake that I made. And I'm like, I told myself I wasn't going to do this. I Now I went back into temptation and all this stuff. But, I'm, but it's like, at the end of the day, you're going to get past it. Whatever it is, whatever you're struggling with, you know, there's always light at the end of the tunnel, you know, it will get better. So once you do get past that chain that's holding you, you can be a testimony for somebody else. Mm -hmm. So definitely don't be too hard on yourself. Um, you get one life, live it the way you want to live it. You know, don't let anybody try to control you either. If you're in that relationship that's starting to feel like you're turning into a different person, it's time to leave. <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> we need to figure so, some shit out. Figure some stuff out. Figure that shit out. Stuff up, move out. Um, do whatever you can to get back to yourself because it really sucks when you can't live up to your full potential because you are, you know, trying to help someone else get to their potential. You're forgetting all about yourself. So, yeah. That's so, you got any? You got any advice you're trying to share? Any gems you're trying to drop? Uh, I'm gonna piggyback off of both of you. Um, and kind of say the same thing in terms of just giving yourself grace. I think that's the biggest thing is that people don't know how to give themselves grace. Like we judge our own selves knowingly and unknowingly. Um, sometimes we're very hard on ourselves. Um, I know I am that person, but learn to make decisions on your own, learn to be assertive, learn to kind of like a baby, like you got to self-soothe, right? In order to be independent learn not to depend solely on the emotions and the feelings of other people to validate self you validate self for self first before you can even become anything for anybody else and that in turn um requires giving yourself some grace but i i i wake up every morning and i challenge myself and i say you know what like i'm doing it i'm out here i woke up God gave me another day because some people didn't make it. What am I going to do about life today to make it better for not only myself, but for others around me? How can I better me to make myself, um, you know, ha have an impactful outcome on the day or the week in itself? And I think that's just very important because if we sit in our pity and if we sit in our stress and if we sit in our frustrations we're human we do it but if we sit there it's okay to feel those things but if we sit there and stay there too long we, we're not going to get anywhere so that's where where the grace comes in 
Let me add a little a little drop of knowledge or something. Um, <laughs> a little sprinkle, you know, black romantic sprinkle. Nah, um, have fun, live life. Um, people that are supposed to be in your life, they will be there. People that are not supposed to be in your life won't. If people that are not supposed to be in your life come and try to be in your life, they can move on to the left. You just have to have enough power within yourself to help them scoot on over to the left. Um, and that's that at the end of the day, because as queens, you have to honor your crown um, and, and let that and let that be that. Um, but we are so grateful that we have had the Queen Collective here with us on this episode. Can y'all just share real quick where they can find y'all, how they can connect with y'all? All right, you can find us at the, that's T-H-E-E, queen dot collective on Instagram. Um, and then we have our new episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Anchor, and any other listening platform. Listen, y'all go check them out because their last episode they just dropped. I think it was, what's wrong? Is it what's wrong? What, what's wrong with niggas? What's, what's wrong with niggas? The title in itself, y'all. I said, let me click. Let me click this. Like, <laughs> I need to know. Y'all, please go check them out. Super dope. Super dope queens. Thank y'all for being here. And oh, um, Brie, sexologist, I didn't forget that. Y'all check that out too. Yes. <laughs> please and thank you. Um, both of y'all doing the thing. So, Asia? And this has been another episode of Small Talk. You already know four queens, four perspectives, one topic. We will see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.